Hello, and welcome to the Magnetical You podcast. I'm your host, Madison Zerdyke. I'm a mindset and energy coach here to help you feel your freaking best and manifest a life full of magic, miracles, and abundance. I know that whatever led you here did not happen by coincidence. So I am so excited and grateful to have you here. So let's let the magic begin. Hi, and welcome back to the Magnetically You podcast. If you're new, welcome. I'm so happy to have you here. And if you've been listening, I'm so grateful for you being here. And if you're new or if you've been listening, it would mean so much. I just got this random calling to (laughs) invite you to, if it feels aligning for your intuition and it's something you want to do and you enjoy this podcast, it would mean so much to me if you would be willing to take a couple of minutes and leave a review on iTunes. It really helps my podcast. So I would so appreciate that. But anyways, onto the episode. So in this episode, I'm going to be sharing how my approach to manifestation and the law of attraction has evolved over the years. And I'm really excited about this because it's only gotten (laughs) easier and lighter and more fun. And I I don't know if this stuff would have landed for me in the past, right? Like maybe I needed to go through a lot of the efforting and suffering in order to come to this place, or maybe I didn't, right? So maybe this, maybe you're in that place and maybe this will land for you, or maybe it won't. So take what lands and ditch what does that. Like life will continue giving you your own opportunities to evolve. But I'm sharing just in case it's helpful to hear a new perspective and way of approaching manifestation that can be a lot lighter and easier and more fun and more effective. It's (laughs) amazing. Okay. So when I was younger, like high school, like up until college and, you know, early, like after, like right after college, my manifestation approach, I had no idea. I'd never heard the words manifestation or law of attraction, but my approach to creating things in my life was physical efforting. So trying really, really, really hard to do everything I do, working really, 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 really hard. And all of these methods like worked to an extent, but again, I will say it's gotten lighter and easier and more effective over time. So I'm just going to share how it's evolved over time. So in high school, for example, I was dead set on getting college scholarships, like dead set. I had to have, (laughs) and I literally, I cannot tell you how many essays I wrote, probably like 30 essays. I applied to at least like 50 to hundred scholarships. Like I hustled fucking hard (laughs) for scholarships. And I got several, I got one really, really huge one actually. So yeah, that was the physical efforting in college. I very much efforted my grades. I like would like study, study, study really hard, like lots of efforting, even getting my job out of college. Like again, lots of effort, lots of like working really hard, lots of applying to like all the jobs and, you know, just like (laughs) trying really hard. So my early twenties, I started doing food blogging and recipe development and there was also a lot of physical efforting with that. I would, <laughs> there were some days that I would like make a recipe and like go like, fo- like start photographing the recipe. And I would like have it on a table by the window and I would be standing on top of a chair, like bending over, like contorting my body in all kinds of weird ways. And I would literally like photograph one recipe for like hours trying to get the perfect shot. So lots of physical efforting and an attempt to be perfect and get perfect (laughs) um, outcomes. 
after college, which the food blogging was after college. So like the rounds like 2018, 2019, when I was around like 21, 22 years old, I got into personal development and intuitive eating. And I started shifting the physical efforting to manifest what I wanted into mental (laughs) efforting. So I would do a lot of mental efforting, like with, with intuitive eating, lots of, you know, like journaling and shifting my beliefs and like affirmations, like there, no foods are good or bad. No foods are good or bad. (laughs) That's not one that I actually, that's not one that I actually like probably would like say, but like things like that, like lots of like mental, like thinking and efforting, trying to change myself and trying to grow and trying to make my reality different. And again, it's like, this did work. I did heal my relationship with food. I will say though, like, I think it really started shifting when I got into like energy, shifting energy and meditation and that kind of thing. But anyways, mostly was like lots of mentally efforting and, and even like still physical efforting a lot as well. Like when I started, so my, I started food blogging and recipe development. It turned into an intuitive eating coaching when I became an intuitive eater and was like, Oh my God, I want everybody to feel this free and at peace with food and not to worry about food all the time. So I became a health coach and was an intuitive eating coach. And then it kind of, my business was evolving more into like mindset and energy coaching as I kind of got more into that. And I was still in the, you know, these beginning phases of my business, like mentally and physically efforting a lot. Like I would journal for hours and hours, like okay, what do I believe now? What do I want to believe? Like, who am I? What is my new identity? What are my new I am statements? (laughs) When I think about that now, I'm like, that is insane. Like, I can't believe I did that. But I did it at the time and I wanted to do it, I guess. But anyways, so lots of efforting with the journaling and like the thinking and trying to make my beliefs different and like listening to all every podcast under the sun, taking every course under the sun, like doing all the things in my business, like writing every day, Instagram posts, like stories all the time. Like how many more emails can I write? Like just constantly on the hamster wheel, trying to like do more things. And so as I progressed in my business toward after like, you know, the first like year or two, this is more like 2019, 2021, I realized that all that physical efforting was exhausting. So I really began dropping a lot of that and like saying no to things and like slimming, simplifying things down, you could say, but I was still really mentally efforting and forcing my beliefs and forcing journaling and trying to like force my vibration to get higher and like ratchet it up with a lot of trying to think really hard about my new beliefs. And I was trying so mentally hard to manifest. And so that's kind of like how things went, I guess you could say up until like, like 2021 ish. And over the last year or two, like this is how things are now. And it is so much lighter and easier and more effective and more fun. And I feel happier and more at peace than I ever have before. My life is unfolding in more wonderful ways than it ever has before. And it's amazing. (laughs) So now I don't like, manifestation is almost like irrelevant to me now because I'm not trying to manifest. Like I love manifesting what I want. Like who doesn't, right? Who doesn't love a good manifestation, but I'm not like desperately trying and working so hard to manifest. Like I've dropped the effort, like the physical effort and the doing, 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 and I've dropped the mental effort of thinking, 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 what are my beliefs? 
And I'm just open to possibilities, open to what unfolds rather than being like severely attached to a certain outcome. And I need to manifest this. And okay, like, and I'm going to have 20K months. And how, what, do, what do I need to believe in order to have 20K months? Okay, I need to believe this. I need to believe. And what does my identity need to be? And who is my higher self? And oh my fucking God, that shit started driving me insane. It was exhausting and it didn't even work so great. So now it's like, I'm much less attached to specific outcomes and just open to what unfolds. And I would even say like, watch your mind want to make this something it has to effort. I have to try to not try. I have to try to, to detach. I have to try to open to possibilities. I tried that too. And it still doesn't work because it's the same shit. This opening to what unfolds and being less attached to specific outcomes has just become my natural way of being as I release any stuck emotions or heavy energies or triggers, the pain body, whatever you want to call it, as it comes up and follow my intuition. Like that's, if we want to say I have a manifestation approach, that's it. I live in the now moment. I follow my intuition and now impulses. If any heavy feelings or energies or emotions come up in the now moment, and I am aware of them, I feel them and I process them and I release them. And then I flow with what my intuition calls me to from there. Like that's it. And I like, we could do things like the hard way, right. And mentally try to convince ourselves to believe in new possibilities. And most manifestation teachings frown upon physical effort, like, but the very thing they teach is to replace it with mental effort. It's the same thing, (laughs) just different, like, right. But when we go beyond the mind. And what I mean by going beyond the mind is feeling and processing the energies within our body, which is something that happens beyond the mind. It's our awareness that transmutes those energies and emotions. And when we follow our intuition, which is also the beyond the mind, we connect with, with the infinite. And this is within all of us underneath the mind's labels and beliefs and feelings about who you are and what you have to do. And that's really it. It's releasing the heavy emotions and energies as they arise and feeling and releasing what's in the body versus obeying and reacting to the stories of the mind, because it's those old stuck energies and emotions that give weight to the mind stories. When we drop the weight, we're no longer compulsively driven by our old reactions and fears. And then we don't have to like try so hard to believe something else. We just naturally are a different like (laughs) way of being. And then it's following the impulses that come from my inner knowing, the ones that feel clear, calm, grounded, clean, natural, like, like this is a clear, yes, like green light from my intuition. And this has been so wonderfully life-changing. Like my energy is so much more stable, so much more grounded. Like I still, of course I'm human in this human reality. I still have like ebbs and flows of my emotions, but the way I experience them them now, because I've done so much feeling and processing and releasing is it's like when there is an emotion, it feels more like I'm looking at a washing machine from the outside and it's tumbling around versus being inside the washing machine, tumbling around inside the washing machine. So there's this deeper connection to my inner being within me that is like more present, even through the ebbs and flows of emotions. And I'm so much more at peace and like happy and present. Like I can, when I'm with my husband, I can be with him rather than like constantly thinking about what I should do or what I'm going to manifest or feeling like I'm behind or I need to get there. 
when I'm with my, like, even with my family, like being obviously not to perfection, but like, I'm able to be so much more present. I'm here recording this podcast. Like my mind isn't off in a million different directions of other stuff. I like should or could, or would be doing like, I'm fully here. And again, it's like, I didn't try to be like perfectly present. I didn't try to be, try really hard to be grounded and stable. It's like, this is just what naturally became my way of being as I released the heavy emotions when they arised and followed my intuition. So now it's like my inner peace is like steady. Like my alignment is no longer so influenced based on what's going on around me, based on what I'm manifesting or not manifesting based on my high vibe or low vibe emotions. Like I'm like, I'm like good either way, like most of the time. And if I'm not, I know how to feel and process that feeling that's blocking me from feeling. I'm no, I'm good either way. And I can always come back to that. And it's just opened up a lot more possibility and opportunities and beautiful manifestations beyond what I like. I, my mind, you know, the mind gets so fixated on like, this is the way things should be. And then like beats itself to death to try to make that happen. But it's like, when we actually let go and allow life to unfold and, and follow our intuitions, like things unfold far better than we could have ever predicted or controlled or efforted hard, really, really, really hard for in the mind or the physical effort. It's incredible. And something that Gabby Bernstein said, actually, that just kind of came to me trying to remember what it was. She said something like the secret to manifesting is to let go of what you think you need or what you think should happen and open to, I forget what she said, but like the idea is like open to possibilities. So it's like, when we get so fixed in the mind on what we think should be happening, what we think we want, what we think we want to manifest, we're really limiting ourselves. And there's so much more out there beyond what the mind can conceive. The mind can really only conceive based on what it's seen or experienced before. So if that's the approach we're coming from, we're going to create a lot of the same stuff. And when we truly can let go of being so fixed to what the mind is thinking should happening and just follow our intuition. Even if we don't, I don't think it's going to lead to what my mind thinks I want to lead to. It often leads to what we want or something far better. Actually, it always does in my experience. It's like, it always does. And it just keeps getting better and better and lighter and lighter and easier and easier and more and more flowing. And it really does get to be like this. And all of those all of those ways of being, I was trying so hard to be and all those beliefs I was trying so hard to believe and all those successes I was like trying so hard to achieve so I could feel successful. It's like, I'm just believing that naturally and feeling that naturally and being those ways naturally without trying to make myself. Like I was thinking yesterday, it's like, wow. Like I just, when I, you know, when I used to listen to like things like Abraham Hicks, I'd be like, I want to believe that. How do I make myself believe that? And then I would try really hard to make myself believe that. Now, when I listen, it's like, oh yeah, like I'm on the same page with that because that's the page that your inner being is on as well. And it's when we release those stuck energies and emotions and follow our intuition, our mind kind of like syncs up with our inner being. And that is where our greatest source of joy and flow and alignment and magical unfoldings is found. And I've just found that, yeah, it's like the difference between like mind control is a lot more limiting in my experience than mind letting go. (laughs) And so, yeah, 
that is kind of how things have evolved for me. And we'll see. Yeah, I'll be curious to see what what flows from here and how it continues to evolve. But for the last, I mean, year or two, it's just been getting more easier and lighter. And I feel more free and more light than ever before. And it just it just really does keep expanding. And yeah, I just share this to open up that potential for you as well, in case you've been feeling like an inner knowing that you've kind of like, oh, you're kind of done with the mental efforting thing and ready to trust a deeper part of you. So that is all for this episode. I just have one little announcement. I don't know exactly what date this episode is going to release, but we'll just go with it. Starting the week of March 13th, my new course, But First Alignment is starting. So this class is actually uh, very much what I just talked about in terms of like this new way of approaching manifestation, which isn't even, I'm not trying to approach manifestation. I'm not trying to manifest. So it's kind of hard to say it's an approach to manifestation because I'm not trying to manifest. It's like, I'm just following my joy in each moment and letting it take me where it takes me. And it keeps taking me to wonderful places. So that's really what the class is about is what happens when you let joy be your guide for six weeks. Does everything fall apart or does it actually all come to gather and flow more smoothly and that you, and you feel more at peace and better than ever before. So it's kind of like an experiment to start playing with this for yourself and see, see what it can open up for you in terms of how you feel and in terms of your life experience. So if it calls to you, I would love to work with you again. It's starting week of March 13th. So if you want to join us, go to madisonarnholt.com slash align. And thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope you have a beautiful rest of the day and I will see you on the next episode. Thank you so much for listening to the Magnetically You podcast. If this episode served you, I ask that you share it with someone who it could make a difference for or share it on social media and tag me at Magnetically You. Make sure to hit subscribe so you don't miss any of the magic. And it would mean the world to me if you would leave a review on iTunes. Thank you so, so much from the bottom of my heart for being here. And I will see you in the next episode.